This is Boss Ladies Uncut, the podcast all about the real, raw, uncut stories of boss ladies sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to starting and growing a purpose-based business and blending the realities of life. We share interviews, tools, tips, and mindset shifts to help you step into and elevate your boss lady. Don't forget to join other boss ladies around the world in our free Facebook community, Boss Ladies Sisterhood. Here's your host, the queen of the sisterhood, Boss Lady Michelle Fragius. Hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are listening in the world. Welcome to Boss Ladies Uncut, where we share the real and raw truths of what it means to start and grow a business while blending the many challenges of life. And today I catch up with boss lady, Reverend Jen Cormier. Reverend Jen Cormier is a transformational grief guide and founder of Walk Through Grief with Grace. Jen is a grief guide who helps people move through loss to transform their grief so that they can honour not only what has been lost, but honour themselves by stepping peacefully into the next chapter of their lives. With 20 years of experience in the healing arts, Jen knows that the grief process is one of the most powerful healing journeys a person can ever go on and understand it personally after having walked the journey for a full year after her dad's death in 2012. Jen uses her experience and her knowledge to support her clients in the Transform Your Grief Group Immersion, which is a holistic program that empowers people to transform and transcend grief through their body, mind and spirit and shares this wisdom widely. I'm so excited to be connecting with Jen today because Jen is not only an amazing boss lady but also a colleague, a friend, a client, like there's just so much history and I feel really blessed and honoured to have you join me today. Mm. Uh, so welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for that introduction, Michelle. It's a pleasure to be with you today. It always is. So thank you so much for having me uh, in your community. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let, let's dive right in. Um, what led you in, I mean, we know that it was from your father's death, but what led you to continue this journey of really supporting people in the world of grief? Yeah, it's it started with my with the loss of my dad, like you like you shared, and it's interesting because in this work, people come up to me and say, "Gosh, that sounds so hard," you know. Or I'll mention I'm a I'm a transformational grief guide, and they kind of look at look look at me a little funny and think, gosh, that's got to be so, um, so hard or so dark. And my response is, no, actually, it's quite the opposite. Um, because really grieving is about living. And we don't grieve unless we've loved deeply. And so really, it's a transformational healing journey that people decide to go on that brings a lot of wisdom around what's important to them. Um, it brings new, fresh energy to live more fully, whatever that next chapter is in that person's life. And there's a lot of creativity in it and surprisingly a lot of joy and pleasure in it. Mm. And did you find like 
through your own process with your father, was there something missing out there in terms of grief and walking through that? Is that what kind of led you to this work? Or? You know, I when my dad died, I didn't have um, really a religious or spiritual or um, traditional familial um, template really of how to be with my loss. And I had never lost something so big, you know, as a, as a parent. So yeah. I didn't know what to do. I remember calling up one of my mentors and saying, you know, if, if I was Catholic, you know, my grandparents were Catholic, I would, isn't there a rosary? I'd be saying something there. I could go to a priest, right? There'd be a thing. Mm -hmm. If I was Tibetan, there's the Book of the Dead. You know, I just felt at a complete loss, like there's got to be something that will help me through this really challenging time. And I don't know what it is and I don't know where to turn. Um, so I was really lucky to have, um, you know, an arts community, a, a dance community around me, um, some different spiritual communities some mentors that I could turn to. So um, I, I reached out for help and then one of the things that, you know, at these pivotal moments, um, I find that often there's just a little bit of a perspective shift that often does wonders, right? And when you're just feeling lost. So one of my mentors, Dr. Lewis had said, you know, you can take grief by the hand and really walk with it as your teacher for a full year, for all, through all the holidays, all the cycles, all the seasons. And at the end of that full year, you know, there's a completion in that. And you can, you can hold that with ceremony. And then, um, and, and I really took that to heart and I found a lot of peace in it because everything else had been so rushed. You know, our culture is very rushed around death. It was like, okay, the funeral home and, You've got to make the decision on the flowers and the prayer card and what are the words and you know it was like 11 days or something to put together yeah, a memorial yeah. so when i heard this like oh i have a whole year to just like relax and see what grieving has to teach me it was very different than you know oh you got to get back to work you know get yeah. over it yeah. so yeah. and and i really i learned a lot about what grief had to teach me um around living and um, I think that that's, um, that was really, uh, that was really a pivotal moment in my life. Mm. I love that. Thank you for sharing that because I think you mentioned something, um, sorry, I'm getting a bit of feedback. So I might just mute you as I speak and then I'll unmute you. <laughs> um, you mentioned something really important there that, you know, you, you didn't relate to any denomination of religion or anything like that. And so you felt quite lost in that space. And I think that's really important to even identify because even at times when we lose someone that's so important to us, we blame as well. We blame maybe the religion that we have been connected to and associated to. So, you know, having almost like a neutrality, a place to go or a person to hold your hand and walk through that is, yeah, like so needed, so needed. So, sorry, like we keep coming with feedback, but no, I want to see if I can get some earphones. 
You want me to throw some earphones on? Easy for you. Yeah, yeah. you can. Yeah. All right. So while we're waiting for Jen, I can do a little dance. <laughs> no. Um, I think the work that Jen does uh, in this world is super important and super needed um, because grief is often something that we don't walk through and we dismiss so easily. And because we're in a society where we need to be strong and move through and push through, but when you're not walking through it and, and processing it and dealing it, then you're really not healing. You're really not healing. So can, let's just can check. Can you hear me here? I can. All I can. right. All right. <laughs> thanks to, thanks to Spider-Man. I've got. Oh, we love our Spider-Man. <laughs> nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. um, so in your journey of, you know, uncovering your business and walking through that, um, were you working full time or what were you doing before, before making this transition into the grief side? Yeah, I was working. Um, I was working for myself. Um, I had actually, when I found out my dad had um, stage four cancer, I moved back to be with them. Mm -hmm. Did that fix the feedback or am I feedbacking yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, great. Um, so I, I ended up, we, we actually transformed his home office because he was a, a, a scientist and he worked with indoor air quality and um, asbestos and mold and all kinds of things that was not the best for his health to have stage four cancer and doing mm. that sort of um, work. So he slowly shut down his business and we turned his office, um, it was zoned for business into a wellness center. So I opened up a wellness center called Sukasala there those, those years that he was sick yeah. um, and offered massage and yoga classes um, there. And, you know, I've been working for myself on and off, um, you know, picking up other, other jobs here and there, but for, for a couple of decades. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, then you, you've got a world of experience to share with us in terms of what are, what are some of the challenges that you've had? Like, let's talk about the lows first, the lows yeah. Of, yeah. of building, <laughs> talk about the highs, right? Mm -hmm. So what are like maybe three kind of learnings that you've had or challenges that you've had to walk through yourself with building your business? You know, I think that one of them is uh, overwhelm. You know, this is one that's, that's been a challenge, um, especially right now, but that's been one over, over time and how to deal with, um, pacing myself, I think, and not, not feeling like, oh, I've got to do it all right now, you know, mm -hmm. or I have all of these ideas, I have all of all of these things to do and um, wanting to do them all and then feeling um, really let down when the, the capacity, the actual capacity can't keep up with the the mental <laughs> grand vision, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that is one. Um, another one is, um, well, I guess that's, it's, that's sort of three in one, isn't it? It's, <laughs> is it? Um, but also not knowing how to 
get clients, right? How to, um, how to market mm -hmm. and be visible that that's been another one. And that's changed over time. I think, um, I sent out an e-newsletter, um, to share about this earlier today and said, I, I started as an entrepreneur at age 12 with a babysitting business and I, I flyered the neighborhood. It was, a, I remember drawing this, you know, little baby in a onesie with one hair, <laughs> you know, just putting it in, you know, every home that had a, you know, looked like they had some toys in the backyard and it was great marketing it worked, you know, yeah. very successful, filled my books. Um, but now it's a very different world, right? With social media. So, so that would be um, another big challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've had the overwhelm, like really pacing yourself and mm -hmm. expectations versus capacity, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you're a yeah. mom, I'm a mom, right? Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, we want to give and serve and, but the reality is we've got our own families to give and serve to. And there's that push pull of, you know, um, the capacity that I have versus the expectation of where I want to be. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and I love the fact of having to do it all. And I think a lot of women have this challenge where it's almost like you're running out of time. Like I got to get it all done. Um, but the only time you're going at is your own time, your own pace. Right. So, um, and I love how you got not knowing how to get clients and getting visible. That's been a big learning for you. And, um, and I guess if you had to do it all over again, knowing that you know you know building a business when you were a lot younger was about pamphlet drops or paper drops and <laughs> versus now is very much online what do you think you would do differently what would i do differently um i think i i would reach reach out for help um from someone who's gone before me quicker mm -hmm. rather than thinking, Oh, I'm going to figure it all out on my own. Mm -hmm. Right. So every time I've, every time I've reached out for help, for advice to a mentor, you know, hired somebody gotten into a program. Um, there's always a new opening of energy and ah, okay, I'll go, I'll go this way. And there's a, a new plan or a new insight um, yeah. versus sort of, trying to figure it all out in yeah. my own little web, right? Yeah. 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 I think um, I think that's important. Like we, we want to try and figure it out because we know that we can, right? We know that yeah. we can figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Um, but sometimes we can be blinded when we're looking at something for such a long time that having that other burst of energy, other perspective, yeah. you know, shining yeah. another way, Yeah, yeah it's massive. That, that's the same with me. I've done businesses on my own and they, they just take longer. <laughs> and they're more exhausting. And I, I strongly believe that when you get a mentor or coach, whatever that is, it, you collapse time. You just move through things a lot faster. Yeah, absolutely. Know? Absolutely. So tell us about the highs in having your own business. Uh, well, the highs of having my own business really I mean, number one is freedom. Um, I've always been a little bit of a coyote. I've liked to do things a little differently. Um, you know, I don't like to 
work early in the morning. I, I don't like to, you know, answer to management. <laughs> I, I really love to have um, time, flexibility and freedom. Um, mm -hmm. I have my son is now six and a half. So this past month, because I'm working for myself and I created my own programming and I have my own clients now, um, I was able to take him for 25 days. We hit the road and we drove from San Diego all the way up to Seattle. Almost. and back down through Oregon and back up through the Olympic Peninsula and I probably put on 4,000 miles or something <laughs> and um, just got to visit some really wonderful friends, went to a family wedding and had the freedom mm. to be able to go and do that. So I think, you know, that's the first thing that, that comes to mind is having that kind of freedom where, yeah. you know, with any other job, it's like, what, you want a month off? You know, at least in the United States, I think in Europe, you can get away with with a, with, a, yeah. with a full month off in the summer. But so so that's probably number one. And then also just really serving the clients that I'm serving. I feel so honored to be doing what I'm doing and making a difference in their lives and um, and being able to to know, OK, this is where they are. This is what they need but I can get them there in a way that's really authentically, um, you know, me and I can bring all of myself and all of my experience to the table, you know, all the, all the pieces of me as an artist and a dancer and, you know, a yoga teacher, a meditation teacher, you know, I can just pull all of these threads together and, and bring them all to the table. And that feels completely fulfilling. Mm, yeah. Well, there's no doubt that a lot of uh, women that do or women, men that start businesses um, online was is to have that freedom and that time flexibility. Like you cannot, there's no value on that. There's no value yeah. on the memories that you can create in 25 days and, yeah. you know, you don't need to seek approval from anyone, you know, none of that. And um, I think that the serving of clients, like knowing that you're making a difference in not only that individual's life, but the lives that they impact too, because it becomes a ripple effect. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. If if you were to give um like someone starting out, right, who might be maybe looking into being a healer or a therapist or, you know, maybe in the grief space, um what kind of advice would you give them if you were to give them one piece of advice, that golden nugget that they can hold on to, what would that be? Um, really take care of yourself first. Mm -hmm. um, make that to the foundation that you do everything else upon. And that's something that I've learned is just essential. So waking up and and my my practice can shift over time, but whether that's a blend of meditation, going outside, making an offering, whatever that is to ground me in my day and and then really scheduling in time to go to the pool, get a massage, be in my hammock. There, you know, especially when I'm really busy and I'm maybe offering a five or seven day free event for my clients or something like this. And I've feeling really um, maxed out. 
I have in my calendar, you know, 30 minute hammock where it's like non-negotiable in yeah. there, just like, just like an interview like this. So that's like, no, I've from one thirty to two, I need to go in the hammock before I show up. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's super important. Like look after you first. Yeah. Like giving time. And as entrepreneurs, we don't do that enough. Yet we need it 10 times more because we're in that service space, because we're really giving, um, you know, and, and I don't think you can drum that in anymore. I've learned my, I've learned and I've had to relearn that so many times. Yeah. And I now, I have a whole new different perspective of this, right? I used to feel like it was taking me away from my business and taking me away from the service. But now my belief is like, this is actually helping me build my business. This is a business building strategy. Look after me first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> truly. Um, it is. Truly. Truly. And, you know, wh what I've noticed too is when I do take those times that are that are very you know horizontal I'm in the mm -hmm. salt tank or uh, whatever um, those are the times I'll have my big insights that yeah. are actually are business building thoughts you know the next big gift yeah. or program or connection that I was looking for will come in those moments so you know for those people that are feeling resistant that mean they need to give their mind another nugget you can say oh well you know, if I take an hour in the hammock and I completely unplug, there there might be that insight that comes at the end of it. Oh, my goodness, yes. How many times have I had insights and creativity when I'm on downtime? Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and that's not for the sake of, oh, I'm going to have downtime equates to that. No, it's like it's, it's about being and yeah. really giving to yourself and nurturing yourself. And then it's just it's just amazing how this creativity just kind of comes out from it. And yeah, yeah I, I yeah, I strongly agree with I, I remember back in corporate they used to go, we need to schedule time for innovation and creation. In other words, we need to schedule time for downtime. That's what we do, not right. innovation and creation. It's about Which means go to the spa all day. <laughs> That's what you need to do. But unfortunately, yeah. they're not going to approve that in the corporate space. But creativity comes from the downtimes, from connection, from just being with yourself, yeah. you know, just totally. Oh, well, thank you so much, Jen. Now, I believe you have a special gift for our listeners. Please tell us about that. Absolutely. I, I made a, a guide for folks who... Um, who are moving through some kind of uh, major loss. It might be a, a death of a loved one recently or could be the death of somebody many years ago, but it's just really the grief was pushed down and rushed through for maybe many years and now things have slowed down or shifted and now it's coming to the surface. Uh, could be a loss of a job, something like this. Um, but any major loss, it's like, well, it, you know, if you're like me, when I was just reaching out, gosh, I don't know how to be with this. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. I created a, a, a guide that's um, as simple as I could make it. It's um, has seven different steps that you can try that you can take into your daily life. And they're all, they're all simple. Many of them, most of them can be done in three minutes. 
um, seven minutes maximum. And um, it's something that you can print out and put on your refrigerator. And um, it'll offer you a little bit of a, a foundation into that daily practice, that self-care of, you know, gosh, I don't know how to be with this. I don't know what to do with this. Um, so it's called Seven Steps to Walk Through Grief with Grace. And I created that for my clients and for, for your community. And, um, and I'd be happy to gift that to anyone who's, who's here watching this. So good, so yeah. good. Now, um, this guide sounds absolutely amazing. And how can, now I've put in the comments that they can access their guide when they come and join your Facebook group. Is that yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And it's called Grief and Grace, is that right? The Facebook yeah. group? The Facebook group, it's a, it's, it's a private group. When you search it, you'll be able to find it, but mm -hmm. it's, it's private. So you'll put in a request to join and I'll approve you. So I keep it, it's safe that way. And um, there are a few questions, you know, what's, what's your loss? Um, do you agree to the group rules? That kind of thing. And if you want to make sure you get the guide, you can put, there's an option to, to put, leave your email address. And if you leave your email address there, I'll send you a personal email from me saying, you know, here's your guide and thank you so much for joining. Awesome, awesome. So I've, I've, I've put the link in the comments and I've also got it there. If, if you can't find the link and you're um, listening to this on the podcast, you just need to search Grief and Grace on Facebook groups and you'll be able to find the group, request to join, then message you. Did I, I, I might have missed that last bit. Yeah, <laughs> you. Yeah, when you go to join, um, there'll be some questions and one of the questions is, would you like to stay in touch with us? You can leave your email address. If you do that, I'll make sure to email it directly to you, but it, I'll also have the guide within the group. So yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. What a lovely gift. Thank you so much, Jen. It's been lovely to connect mm. with you today, to hear your story, um, what's driving you, and also the highs and the lows of when it comes to building a business. And, and that's what this is all about. This is about the real raw truths of building a business. Like there are so many highs in terms of your freedom, in terms of serving others, complete fulfillment, but there are many lows. But I think, I don't think, I know that the highs far outweigh the lows and and we just navigate through it right we navigate yeah. through it um but if that's something that you're looking to start a business or maybe you've been in business and it's just not moving at the pace that you want it to move then i want to invite you to visit um www.bossladyacademy.com.au where there's a variety of different programs there. I've also got a, a boss lady archetype quiz that you can take, find out what your boss lady archetype is and there's a bit of a plan to help you navigate that as well. But um, thank you so much, Jen. It's been beautiful to meet, connect with you and hear your story. Thank you. Thank you so much, Michelle, for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right. Bye, everyone. enjoyed today's episode subscribe or post a review and share it with another boss lady don't forget to also join us and other boss ladies around the globe in our facebook community boss ladies sisterhood